0: Minneapolis, fueled by Lucky Station.
2: With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Utah Senator Mike Lee predicting that the Senate will soon pass a bill that will allow more highly skilled workers into the country. Here's correspondent Bob Agnew, more on the story. Lee says every now and then a bill brings lawmakers together. To get something done in the areas where we can find common ground. He says his Fairness for High Skilled Immigrants Act is just such a bill. The argument's in its favor are not your typical partisan or ideological arguments. He says the bill won't give anybody everything they want on immigration, but... We cannot allow the perfect to be the enemy of the excellent. Lee predicts it was so much bipartisan support, it won't be long before his bill comes up for a vote. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill. President Trump says his recent conversations with the Ukrainian president were routine and contained nothing untoward. Democrats accusing Mr. Trump of suggesting that the Ukrainians investigate Presidential Candidate Joe Biden, this is SRN News. Immigration reform and the border crisis, a common topic around water coolers and dinner tables. Pick up new talking points and expert insight on Tuesday the 24th at An Evening with Michelle Malkin. Tickets are on sale now, but elite VIP tickets are in short supply and are the only way to get a photo and meet and greet with Michelle. So get yours before they're gone at
3: am1280thepatriot.com.
4: This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors.
3: With cultural battles raging, the Patriot is at the front lines of accurate reporting and sparking intelligent conversations. That's why we're looking to honor this year's cultural warrior, a person who has gone above and beyond to positively affect culture and has pushed our country in a positive direction. Nominate this year's cultural warrior at am128ofthepatriot.com. Let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center, mostly cloudy, slight chance of rain, high as 68. And Hour 2, Mitch Berg filling in for Brad Carlson on the Darn right now.
6: Here is The Closer, Brad Carlson. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, moldy, institutional blue. The show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, ShotInTheDark.info, going on 18 years of dominating Twin Cities. Well, whatever it is we do. Of course, the Northern Alliance going on 16 years now, dominating uh, Twin Cities radio. In fact, the standard by which Twin Cities weekend talk radio is judged, whatever that means. Uh, Great to have you back here. Uh, By the way perhaps you've heard it's been in all the papers the issue that we've been warned for the last 15 years as conservatives was going to be the defining issue of our time is becoming the defining issue of our time and with us to discuss the issue uh as the author of the new book on the subject open borders uh <laughs> my pleasure to welcome back to the broadcast today michelle malkin uh michelle welcome back to the show here today been a long time great to have you back
4: Nice to catch up with you, Mitch.
6: Absolutely. Now, you are the author. Your your, your new book uh, does what any good journalism does. It tries to follow the money behind open, behind our open borders policy that we have right now you know, in the United States, essentially the fact that our borders have been thrown open. Now, as you point out, in the intro to your book, following the money behind the the our, our open borders is a little bit. It's it's about as tangled up as Taylor Swift's diary. Uh, break it down for us from the top here, Michelle And Everyone is on the take from open borders at this point.
4: Yeah, everyone is, and the book is called Open Borders Inc. That's right. Who's funding America's destruction? And it is a comprehensive expose. I call it a deep dive dossier of who is financing our immigration crisis. And obviously your listeners are very well versed in the role that billionaire George Soros has played in um, subsidizing a proliferation, an entire network of so-called community organizers around the idea that sovereignty is an obstacle to his ultimate goal, which is global governance. And of course, eyes will roll in the salons of most cable TV uh, uh, studios or mainstream uh, newspaper newsrooms, but somehow I am fomenting a conspiracy theory. But when you look at all of the facts and connect all of the dots, this conspiracy theory is a conspiracy truth. And George Soros is just a small part of it. I think that's probably the most eye-opening revelation of the, of the book. Certainly people in your neck of the woods are very familiar with the refugee resettlement racket that has completely transformed their neighborhoods. And in many cases, without any kind of input from the community, any kind of sense of local control about who gets in, who stays, and when we discover that these people don't belong here, how it is that we go about uh, removing them from the country and keeping them out. But what people don't understand outside of the Twin Cities, for example, is that that entire racket is subsidized by American taxpayers themselves, along with many churchgoers who are, you know, donating their hard-earned dollars into the collection plate and not realizing that many of these religious nonprofits, which are tax-exempt and many of them tax-subsidized, um, are also cooperating in a larger global agenda to redistribute the world's refugees into the United States without any regard to the consequences of doing so.
6: And the listeners to this show are, are very aware of the role of Lutheran social services and to some extent Catholic charities in resettling a couple different waves. Of immigrants. Now, some of them, to be fair, perfectly legal. The Mong came here 30 years ago after fighting for the United States in Vietnam. And they were brought over here as a ready-made political constituency by the late uh, Congressman Bruce Vento back in the day, and they have been reaping the benefits benefits of that for 30 years now. However, Lutheran Social Service is just one of many players uh, in in uh, the role of bringing. Uh, bring Somali refugees to the United States, people uh, who who the U.S. owes nothing to in this case. Uh, just further evidence of the fact that pretty much everyone is on the take. I mean, that's the thing about this particular uh, issue, Michelle, is that uh, not only is the left, uh, big left on the take for this sort of thing, they get their benefits. Lots of, of uh, voters on the rolls uh, in places where they need lots of voters on the rolls. But the business community and the church all benefit from unrestricted immigration for pretty much anyone who wants to come here. That's that's counterintuitive for people who tend to see things as a left-right, business versus uh, government sort of uh, idea. In fact, everyone except pro-sovereignty conservatives are, are losing are, are gaining from this from from this whole uh, from this whole fiasco, Michelle.
4: Yeah, you, you can't underestimate the amount of profiteering that's going on here. And let's just take the Catholic Church. Yes. I am a Catholic, but I will not put a single penny into a collection plate uh, of, a, of a donation campaign that is called for by Pope Francis, who every day wakes up and finds something new and disparaging to say about our president and about immigration enforcement Catholics like myself, who understand that we can't celebrate uh, and commemorate Uh, religious liberty if we don't have a country in which to do it. So the chapter that I wrote on what I call the unholy alliance between the Vatican, the Catholic Church, and Amnesty profiteers uh, was really disturbing for, for me to write, because many of the charities that are Catholic that cloak themselves in the mantle of compassion are collecting billions of dollars. I mean, even just with the refugee resettlement racket, there's an estimate that each refugee uh, is about $4,000 per head to bring over here. And on top of that, the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops has all of these side businesses. For example, a loan program where they reap uh, like a premium surcharge back on loans to refugees to resettle them here in the first place. And, of course, they do this in cooperation with the United Nations High Commission on Refugees, as well as the State Department and the Department of Health and Human Services. And we talk about the deep state, but the administrative state that has made money off of this over the last thirty years is is absolutely astonishing. You mentioned the the Lutheran groups. The Lutheran immigrant and refugee services has made close to a billion dollars since it has enjoyed one of these comfy, lucrative contracts as a contractor for the refugee resettlement racket. Of course it's Lears that brought over Ilan Omar and her family. And the point is that Um, There are many of these people who should have been vetted that never should be allowed to make fraudulent uh, asylum claims in the first place. But you're also uh, failing to assimilate large subpopulations uh, from places that that end up becoming breeding grounds for terrorism, both in their home countries and then in the case of the Twin Cities, which has now become the terror recruitment capital of the world, uh, taking these young people from these refugee camps, planting them in the United States where they refuse to assimilate and then go back home from the countries that they say that they're persecuted uh, uh, by to kill their fellow uh, uh, Native countrymen or American soldiers, for that matter.
6: And the cynicism, by the way, behind both the State Department, starting under the Obama administration and and Lutheran Social Services, quite frankly, which is perfectly happy to take the taxpayer grant money to resettle people all around uh, Minnesota, not just the Twin Cities, but all about rural and uh, outstate Minnesota as well but yeah. basically only for the first year and a half, after which they're pretty much dumped on local social services. Uh, that The cynicism of this whole thing and and the lack of regard for long-term consequences is something I want to come back to, uh, Michelle, because that's really important if you live here in the Twin Cities, well, frankly, anywhere. But let's talk uh, now, now, since we're following the money, we know where Lutheran, Lutheran social services uh, get, what the benefit is for them. We have an idea what the Catholic Church's benefit is, at least partly. I mean, there's a lot of these people come to this country potential parishioners I, I i get that so let's talk about the big stakeholders here you talk about george soros uh, the sugar daddy of the big left let's talk about where they benefit from this and then we'll move to some more counterintuitive stuff we see where the money is going we see where it's coming from in the case of big left why michelle malkin
4: So I think it's both a financial motive as well as an ideological imperative. And I mentioned the case for global governance, which is one of the books that uh, George Soas has written. And so it's no secret, right, In in, in this sense, he is completely transparent about what his goals are. Every year, the United General Assembly meets in New York. They're going to be meeting this week. Uh, to do what they always do, which is to undermine the sovereignty of Western industrialized nations, and America is at the top of that list. People need to pay attention to the goings-on uh, behind the scenes. and Many of, of these meetings are actually televised. They are live-streamed, and you can watch. Uh, the scheming behind things like the U.N. Global Compact on Refugees and the Global Compact on Migration, which really means illegal immigration, the invasion of our southern borders, let alone our our northern ones and all ports of entry for that matter. And I talked about the redistribution of the world's alleged poor and oppressed into our country without our consent and without our input. That is George Soros' goal. As I said, he sees sovereignty as a quote-unquote obstacle. The, the side businesses, of course, are that uh, George Soros is able to leverage his own wealth, and I report in the book that $18 billion out of his $25 billion net worth is now earmarked for uh, the kinds of initiatives that we see with United We Dream and the abolished ICE movement. And people wonder why thousands of people are able to show up on a dime at these protests to demonize our ICE agents. Yes, George Soros and his minions are behind it. And what happens is he gives grant money to these nonprofit groups. They turn around and spread that grant money to uh, hundreds of other organizations, and there are more than 400 of them that are identified in Open Borders, Inc. Uh, and then, of course, they turn around. they got their tax-exempt status. They're getting local, state, and federal grants to do what they do. And they've essentially stood up and employed an entire army of soros minions that can do double duty who makes up the anti-trump resistance these people the people who are backed by open borders inc
6: now we know okay so that's that's the left counterintuitively perhaps uh, to some It's not just big left or the big left, and its outposts, unfortunately, in the modern Catholic Church, who are benefiting from this. Uh, Amazed to see that the uh, the Koch brothers, perhaps the ultimate bet noir of today's left. Yeah, they're ponying up as well. The, the famously libertarian Koch brothers, uh, who are blamed by big left for for every every ill uh, under the sun, yeah, they're, they have a piece in this as well. Uh, briefly, Michelle Malkin. What's uh, what what's, what, are the, what are the Koch brothers and, and the and the business community's uh, angle in all this?
4: They're after cheap labor, and they also have their own virtue signaling impulse as well, which is. Uh, Uh, helping to destroy America. And so it's the biggest lie that somehow the Koch brothers are the enemy of the Soros left when they have allied together to undermine our borders. Koch has funded many pro-amnesty initiatives from driver's licenses for illegal aliens, discounted in-state college tuition, uh, and, of of course, uh, for these massive amnesty plans that have festered from under the time of the Bush administration all the way till now. Uh, they care more about illegal alien dreamers than they do about American citizens who've suffered nightmares because of open borders. And I guess I'm one of the few people who's outspoken about it. I'm somebody who, uh, you know, used to do speaking engagements for uh, the the Koch-funded Americans for Prosperity. But now they stand up uh, groups like the Libre Initiative, which might as well be the National Council of La Raza, And they have helped support and promote the work of illegal alien journalists like Jose. Jose. Jose Antonio Vargas.
6: Uh, we're talking with Michelle uh, Malkin, author of Open Borders, Inc., who's funding America's destruction. By the way, uh, you're coming to town here. That's uh, That bears some repeating here. You're going to be in town this coming Tuesday night at the Ames Center in Burnsville. We still have a few tickets available, so, so get on it, everybody. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you, by the way. The Ames Center is a, a fantastic venue, and uh, I, I, if you haven't seen Michelle Malkin speak, you, you owe yourself the opportunity, so get down there for that. So with the few minutes we have remaining, Michelle Malkin, uh, it's often said that the best Americans are immigrants, that em- immigrants built this country, that, that we are a nation of immigrants, and so we should rejoice in the fact that there are more of them. Uh, that's the, sort of the cudgel by which uh, a lot of us get clubbed on this, Michelle Malkin. But, but this wave of immigration is not your grandfather's wave of immigration. Uh, that's, that's the big problem here. We're seeing a lot of people playing for short-term gain, as we've just discussed, of all types. But but the problem is the long-term loss for having this particular wave or these particular waves of immigrants is going to cause some consequences that are at at best unintended. And if you really want to be, uh, be, be honest about it, quite frankly intended, Michelle Mockett. What's different between immigration today, the immigration you're talking about, and the immigration that created this country? Well, I'm
4: the child of legal immigrants from the Philippines, who scraped, worked hard, offered unique skills to the country, learned English before they stepped foot on American soil, and had an allegiance and a, a love of Western principles and the founding of our country. That's the kind of people we should welcome, and we should be welcoming people in a very deliberative manner. Instead, we had complete immigration chaos, and it's exactly that chaos and lack of, of strict. And coherent enforcement that paved the way for the 9/11 terrorist hijackers, and I'm just I'm appalled, Mitch. Every time I do one of these debates or interviews with somebody from Open Borders Inc., and they laugh when I invoke the legacy of 9/11. We should have learned that all it takes is a small, teeny, tiny minority of nefarious malefactors to do massive damage. And what did they do? They blend it in among a large population of upwards of 30 million illegal aliens who have no business being here. It's the exploitation of these weaknesses in the system that's going to lead to another massive catastrophe. So the people who are always, you know, spouting these platitudes every 9-11 anniversary that we should never forget are themselves suffering from collective amnesia, and they want to blind the rest of us to the solution. We should be having a complete immigration moratorium, a pause, and we should start funding these open borders Inc. entities that are threatening our sovereignty and survival, and beyond
6: the possibility for terrorism, the fact is an awful lot of these these immigrants who come to this country, as you pointed out earlier in the uh, in the interview, they don't assimilate. They are they come from cultures where democracy is not valued, where the individual is not ennobled, and and, and where the idea of depending on government for everything uh, is not especially foreign to them. And that it perhaps may be the most catastrophic development of all, Michelle Malkin, as a conservative, yes. and, and more me to see what what, the the ideology that's being forwarded uh, via this.
4: Yes, and those long-term pathologies I first spotted when I was an editorial writer and columnist in Southern California in Los Angeles in the very early days of Prop 187. It was the first grassroots revolt against all of these impacts of Uh, mass uncontrolled illegal immigration. And I'll tell you a scene that has affected me and that drove me while I was writing the book in Aurora, Colorado. Colorado is my adopted home state. And these Soros subsidized social justice warriors laid siege to an ICE facility uh, uh, north of, of Denver in Aurora and tore down the American flag, replacing it with a Mexican flag and a defaced Blue Lives Matter flag. That is the anarchy that we are facing. And that's why when I'm going on a book tour, I'm targeting specifically sanctuary cities, counties, and states that have been overrun like this because it's time for people to get off the sidelines and raise their voices and show their faces in the face of all of this. One of the chapters is on the rising amount of violence and terrorism now that many of the ICE agents across the country are facing. So I've been holding... Uh, Stand with ICE rallies in Colorado. I had one in Montgomery County, Maryland, which is the uh, ground zero for the illegal alien sanctuary movement. Nearly a thousand people showed up. And so I really, I guess I joked that I've, I've become a community organizer, not for the left, but for America.
6: And you couldn't be coming to a more fertile ground for this sort of thing, as you pointed out. Uh, Michelle yes. Malkin, your bo- new book is Open Borders, Inc. Who's Funding America's Destruction? Uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it, make sure you grab a copy of it. This is well worth a read. Of course, you are coming to the AIM Center in Burnsville this coming Tuesday, the 24th, Tuesday evening at the AIM Center. Tickets are still available. You owe it to yourself to show up. Bring some friends. This is this is information that has to get out to people. Uh, so the fact that you're coming to the Twin Cities on the one hand is great news. Always great to see you, Michelle. On the other hand, the fact that we landed a spot on the tour under these circumstances probably should be taken as a warning. So I'm not exactly sure how to take this, Michelle Malkin, but looking forward to seeing you Tuesday anyway.
4: Thank you. I'm looking forward to it as well. I think it's an opportunity for people to take back control of their country. And if I'm a catalyst for that, then I I feel very blessed.
6: From your mouth to God's ears. Michelle Malkin, thank you very much for coming on the broadcast today. See you Tuesday. Okay, take care. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back.
7: Above us only sky
8: But to get to the right diagnosis, you have to break it down for your doctor and get specific about the severity of your symptoms. Visit identifyepi.com to learn more and use the symptom checker to help change the conversation with your doctor.
1: Brought to you by AbbVie. We're surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention, so many choices and ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out. Today's technology can do that. But you need the resources and know-how to make it all work. You need Salem Surround. With all the digital marketing tools available and necessary to compete in today's business world, you need to know how to use all the options efficiently. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. For no limitations on how and where you can reach customers, There's Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com, connecting you with new customers.
10: What do basketball, choir, drama club, and marching band all have in common? They're all high school activities that offer learning opportunities not necessarily found in the classroom. They take up just a fraction of a typical Minnesota high school's budget, and they go a long way to giving young people the tools they need to thrive. High school activities, they're more than extracurricular. They're extra important, too. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
6: AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Or you can go to hashtag NarnShow on Twitter. Don't forget, just got done talking with Michelle Malkin. Tuesday night, Michelle will be here in town at the Ames Center in Burnsville. And yeah, we've got tickets available. Not a lot. But in every category, there's a few left, so you want to make sure you get in on this. Twelve dollars and eighty cents gets you the, the, the basic ticket up in the balcony. But by the way, there's not a bad seat in the place. I've been to a few shows there, and looking forward to more. Anyway, the tickets start at twelve eighty and move all the way up through the uh, elite VIP tickets which will get you all kinds of access, including a, a meet-and-greet and a photo op with Michelle Malkin and a copy of the book Open Borders, Inc. It's going to be a great time. You definitely don't want to be there. So this is uh, this is uh, – we'd love to have you get there. It's um, this is, We have a lot of great shows coming. I mean, every time we get into election season – well, that's kind of a silly thing to say. It's always election season this day, uh, these days. I mean, the, the 2020 election started – uh, on on November 7th, 2016, uh, it really is, uh, there's, there's. it never does end. And yet, uh, we have some great uh, folks coming up here. Michelle Malkin, Tuesday, Dennis Prager and Larry Elder uh, will be here on October 22nd for the War for America's Soul Tour. And if you've never seen either of these guys, Dennis Prager and Larry Elder, I mean, Dennis Prager... Uh, I, I, you, you listen to all of the Salem people for great insights on politics. That's a given. You, you listen to Hugh Hewitt in the morning, Mike Gallagher, uh, the late morning shift. You listen to, uh, to Dennis Prager from 11 to 2, Sebastian Gorka from 2 to 5, and of course, Larry Elder from 5 to, uh, to 5 to 8, I believe. 5 to 8. Yeah, that's right. Evening drive. And you get great insights about politics, about the civil war that's currently going on in this country, the the battle between the tribes uh, that that is uh, soaking up so much of our our energy in this country. But you listen to Dennis Prager above and beyond that, you get great insights about life. Uh, Dennis Prager, I I cannot just speak highly enough of of him. Uh, The happiness hour every week is one of the best hours of radio anywhere. It's not the kind of thing that... It's the kind of thing that public radio should be paying somebody big money to do. No, no, should be paying Dennis Prager big money to do. Of course, he'll never get a job with public radio because, A, he wouldn't do it. B, he doesn't need to do it. He's incredibly successful on his own in the, in the private market. C, he's not politically correct. You see, he's a conservative Jewish guy who hasn't completely turned <laughs> and gone over to the, to the hard left. So he'll never get a job at uh, at National Public Radio, which is a shame because the Happiness Hour has nothing to do with politics. It just merely talks about the moral imperative and really the advantages to everyone of happiness. Striving for, seeking, being happy, uh, which is not what we'll probably be talking about on October 22nd, the War for America's Soul tour, but it's still going to be very much worth seeing. We've got the Narn table happening at the uh, at at the show, uh, October 22nd. The Narn table, Ed King and I will be holding court. It's one of our favorite parts of the whole broadcast season. Here is is uh, holding court at the Narn table, meeting our fans, people who actually want to come out and have dinner with us. It's, it's uh we, we try and make it worth the time and the effort. I mean, it's a lot of fun meeting you guys. It's always a great conversation. We're always amazed at the perspicacity of the people who enjoy the Northern Alliance radio network. So uh, make sure you're coming out. Now the tickets are selling fast. Even now the Dennis Prager table, the Larry Elder tables still have seats left. So does the Narn table, but that will go fast. And, I never thought I would ever say this in all my years on this station, but Narn Table usually sells out faster than the national guys. woo We're bad. We're so bad. We should be in detention. Anyway, uh, make sure you get your tickets at am1280thepatriot.com for the War for America's Soul Tour. The War for Minnesota's Soul continues when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. You're right
5: Like the rest of us, you're probably tired of all those annoying sales calls to your home telephone number. Now, there's a solution. OurOldNumber.com will block those pesky robocalls from getting through, and most live sales calls will hang up. So how does it work? Callers to your home telephone number will hear a personalized greeting from you. The caller selects the family member they wish to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded onto the family member's cell phone. There's no equipment to buy, there's nothing to install, no long-term contracts. It's still your phone number and remains in directory assistance. The service is only $9.99 per month, and you can eliminate your landline connection and save money. Now, calls to your home phone number can reach any member of the family, wherever they are, and get rid of those annoying sales calls. OurOldNumber.com. It's just $9.99 per month. Go to OurOldNumber.com to learn how you can get started blocking sales calls today. That's OurOldNumber.com. OurOldNumber.com. You'll be glad you did.
2: We've all had the talk. There's differing opinion on when it's right to have the talk, disagreements about the best way to approach it, and places it's inappropriate to have the discussion. There's even people who will avoid the conversation at all costs, despite its importance. We're talking, of course, about immigration reform and the border crisis.
5: Oh, that's what you meant.
2: The hot topic that's being discussed around water coolers and dinner tables across the country. Plus, it's a key factor in the 2020 elections. That's why The Patriot presents An Evening with Michelle Malkin on Tuesday the 24th. Bring a friend who loves intelligent radio and pick up an extra ticket for an acquaintance who gets a little anxious about the talk. Find tickets at am1280thepatriot.com. Remember, only elite VIP ticket holders get meet and greet access and a photo with Michelle. So get yours before they're gone at am1280thepatriot.com.
10: This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's BAG11 to 88988.
6: AM 1280, The Patriot. Mitch Berg in for Brad Carlson, who's off on assignment today. And you can tell by the utterly un Brad Carlsonish music on here. Well done, production staff. Thank you. I haven't bestowed either of them with a nickname yet, but that could be coming up if I wind up doing any more Sundays here. I don't know if anyone's told you that's sort of the official rite of passage here when you get a nickname from the Narn headliner. Now, don't don't get too cocky here. You don't have one yet. It's, it could happen someday. But there's thresholds you got to meet. Standards that have to be upheld. Traditions to be carried forward. <laughs> we'll work on Do you know
3: Brad's secret to uh, his music playlist?
6: What, what is Brad's, uh, se- Brad's well, secret? I,
3: I can't say it, but I just have to tell you, tell you that I figured it out a couple weeks ago. You... He has a very secret way of putting his playlist together every single week. Really? And only me and Lee Michaels have figured it out.
6: Okay. Well, that sounds like a challenge. I have to work on this. I have a secret to putting my pre- so- uh, songs together. Oh, no, you don't turn Hendrix's guitar solos down. Come on. This is what's keeping you from a nickname, all right?
3: Well, granted, it's Wyatt's first day here on a Sunday here on the board, that's so he's true. learning. He's learning.
6: It is all right. It's true. Six. That's right. We got uh, two producers in the studio because uh, it's that big of a show. Now we're working in new guys here. We'll, we'll go through that next time I'm out here on a Sunday. We'll talk a little bit of staffing here because that's that's what's kind of fun actually. Six five one. 289-4488 or hashtag NarnShow to join the conversation. Uh, we, uh, Pat, uh, writes to me via Facebook uh, in regards to presumably uh, Michelle Malkin's interview, the first half of the hour quote. Uh, I'll just quote her here. Uh, when I was a financial worker in the early 80s, I saw the actual contracts Lutheran social services made with the Hmong and Vietnamese to repay the cost of the airfare to bring them here. Now, and this is uh this is the 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 the, the uh, writer 's opinion here, unlike the Somali refugees, the Hmong and Vietnamese were grateful to be here and did uh what they needed to assimilate yeah, that 's I, I have met a few uh, quite a few Somali who are uh, quite grateful to be here as well, so uh, we can agree to disagree there. but the point of it is this uh Pat goes on to say, and trust me lutheran social service services As uh, to reinforce what Michelle Malkin said, dump them on the doorstep of the local welfare agency as soon as they arrive without providing one bit of assistance to learn English our monetary system or even something as basic as knowing how to keep the pipes in your home from freezing in the winter. That's something that is completely foreign to people who don't grow up in a freezing climate. Uh, Again, going back to my correspondent, Pat, here, quote, I spoke with a local Lutheran social services leader about one family I had on my caseload. The father was an attorney in the old uh, South Vietnam. The Lutheran social service person I spoke with thought it was sufficient to provide his family with a bag of rice each month and employ him to uh, sweep the steps of a Lutheran social uh, social service Luther home. What a waste of his abilities. Yeah, it's... uh, we've we've heard this from all all over Minnesota for decades now. Lutheran Social Services and some of the other social service agencies have developed a real bad habit of taking the state department funding to bring immigrants and asylum seekers to Minnesota and essentially dump them on local social services. With an aim, some would say if you're a little more conspiracy minded, of creating large crowds of pliable democrat voters in places where they're needed places like Minneapolis and St Paul and now you might some might say St Cloud and it's by the way it's paid off nicely i mean the the elders of the Hmong community who came to minnesota who were brought here heavily at the by the efforts it needs to be said of of former late congressman bruce vento from the 4th congressional district knew that they owed a debt especially to Bruce Vento and to his political party when they were brought here uh, starting roughly uh, 30, 35 years ago. And they have been paying that debt back largely uh, at the polls ever since. It's one of the many reasons that the DFL uh, keeps increasing its margins in places like the 4th and the 5th Congressional District. Uh, Are the Somali being brought here for the same reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why you have Congresswoman Ilhan Omar, uh, because along with the immigration, you have a political machine that has built up around that group of immigrants. And by the way, that's not a Somali thing. It's not a Hmong thing, necessarily. It's happened throughout American history. The Irish voting bloc in New York was a, and Boston and other East Coast cities and Chicago, for that matter, it was a pretty reliable thing as long as Irish, uh, the Irish-Americans were a recent immigrant group as opposed to people who get out and, and party on St. Patrick's Day and otherwise are generally pretty much American. Uh, the Finnish voting group in northern Minnesota, oh yeah, Finnish immigrants voted pretty reliably. Farmer Labor Party from the nineteen early nineteen hundreds up until the party got assimilated into the DFL in uh, nineteen forty four, I want to say it's nothing unusual. German Americans were a fairly reliable voting block when they came to America. Swedish Americans in Saint Paul certainly had their when they lived in well, Swede Hollow had their uh, voting preferences, and they they voted as a block, and it affected Saint Paul politics until Swedish Americans st- stopped. We're no longer a cohesive, ethnic, national language group. Uh, are the Hmong anywhere near that status? Probably not. You're starting to see some uh, Hmong breaking away from the traditional vote as a block mentality that they've had since they've been here. And you're seeing Somali Republicans popping up here and there. I've had... A couple of them on the show over the years here. Uh, to say they have not assimilated it would be a mistake. Although, like many immigrant communities, they're having their difficulties. I mean, let, let's not forget, in the 1840s through the 1920s, Italian-Americans had the same things said about them. And, by the way, for good reason. There were a lot of Italians who actively resisted assimilation. Now, that was pretty well cleared up by the 1950s, for the most part. Latin Americans, uh, Hispanic Americans, Mexican Americans, there's a little more recent case to be made there. There's a fair minority of Latin Americans in the Southwest who more or less actively uh, wish to return the Southwest to Mexico from whence we took it back in 1846. Uh, They're a minority they're i would would be stupid to say they're mainstream of of latin american uh political thought in fact it's uh when you when you talk to latino americans whose families have been here more than a couple generations they're they're pretty much reflect the same politics the rest of america have including a a pretty darn fair number of republicans but uh the 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 dumping of immigrant communities and asylum seeking communities in America without teaching them English, without teaching them why America exists, without stressing the importance of the American idea to why this country exists and why it's worth moving to in the first place. I don't think it's a a stretch to say this is uh, part and parcel of the reasons that we have this many people being dumped (laughs) or otherwise brought or allowed in to this country without a whole lot of consequences. It certainly has a lot to do with the fact that you have so many cities so far in California and Oregon and Washington and out on the loony left coast. But mark my words, you will see the likes of Alondra Cano in Minneapolis proposing to uh, allow illegal immigrants to vote in Minneapolis on city issues, perhaps Hennepin County issues. And that's the Campbell's nose under the tent, folks. And so, while I'm exceptionally pro-immigrant, and note the fact that throughout history, immigrants frequently make the best Americans, I also aver that people who are being brought here in <laughs> by the plane load and dumped here without a whole lot of uh, effort on on showing them what America is all about. What it's supposed to be all about is potentially very counterproductive and potentially, in fact, disastrous for this country. As you can see in California, I mean, the results, and by the way, this isn't strictly related to immigration because the white upper middle class progressive majority uh, that dominates California politics uh, can take the blame for this pretty squarely. Uh, you can see the results in California of unlimited single party autocracy watching the state of California slowly turn into basically two Californias the exceptionally wealthy exceptionally upper high one percent upper middle class to upper class enclaves on the west coast, your hollywoods your san francisco's your 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 Malibu's and montereys and the rest of California dirt poor, falling apart, spiraling into ever-deepening hopelessness as they climb on uh, the the cars and the the occasional trains for their three-hour commutes into the city where the actual jobs are. You can see Minneapolis and St. Paul doing their level best to get on that same path. And I don't know that it's even stoppable at this point for the inner cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul. And you can see the little brothers of those big cities, Bloomington and Roseville, Woodbury, the first-tier suburbs, trying to keep up with the Joneses. By the way, Edina has been sucked into the vortex. Again, it's not the immigrants, it's the problem. It's the progressivism and the practitioners of progressivism that have been harnessing that unfocused energy in their to their benefit for a generation that are the real problem i'll say it again if you you look at somebody like an ilhan omar the problem with ilhan omar is not that she's muslim the problem with ilhan omar is that she is a progressive i'll have that discussion with anyone who wants to have it 651 289-4488, the number to call. One more segment to go. Mitch Bergen for a on-assignment Brad Carlson, which means while the the show is seven-eighths over, the fun is still just beginning. Go nowhere. I'll be right back. Now that
11: I've lost everything to you, you say you want to start something new, and it's breaking my heart, you AM 1280, The Patriot. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Here's why. Dish has the nation's lowest TV price, along with an award-winning DVR that can skip commercials, record eight shows at once, and get access to thousands of movies at your fingertips. Cable simply can't even compare. So the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features, free HD DVR upgrade, free installation, and free movie channels. Say goodbye to cable and get more with Dish TV. 800-293-0328, 800-293-0328. As an added bonus, you can switch to Dish Now and receive a $50 Visa gift card. So call now and get Dish TV. Call 800-293-0328, 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment and credit qualification required. Cancellation fee, monthly equipment fees, and other restrictions apply. Promotion can change at any time.
7: It may not be stomach issues. For me, it's intense gas or pain or diarrhea, sometimes all at once, over and over.
8: I spent years with the symptoms but could never figure it out. No matter what I did, they never went away.
1: terrorism, radical jihad, nuclear instability. The United States faces these and many other global dangers nearly every day. Larry Elder here. And while it may seem like these international threats are beyond our borders, we face greater risks against the Constitution and the rule of law right here at home. Radical socialism, illegal immigration, racial divides, social infighting. These and other dangers plague the bedrock of our great nation as bad actors want nothing more than to destroy our way of life from the inside. We are facing a war for America's soul. And now is the time to continue the fight for conservative ideals and morals. Join me, Larry Elder, for an event to help you give an intelligent answer to attacks from the far left.
2: The War for America's Soul Tour, supported by Serenity Home Interiors, is coming to Bloomington October 22nd. You'll discover intelligent responses to the culture assaults we're facing. Reserve your seats today at am1280thepatriot.com.
4: This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors.
6: 1280 the patriot it's the northern alliance radio network 651-289-4488 or hashtag narn show on twitter as our production staff has pointed out brad carlson has a system for picking out music i am just going to go out on a limb here and say this would not fit into the system am i right
5: by the way I'm not much
6: of an impressionist but I do a fairly impeccable Johnny Rotten impression at karaoke night now not to say you can find the sex pistols at a lot of karaoke bars but when you can I'm totally on on top of this one this is so on point I'm almost like the rich little of, of 70s English punk All right. I called that a small victory. 651-289-4488. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. I'm Mitch Berg. in for Brad Carlson, who's off on assignment today, but he'll be back with me at Morrissey Tuesday night at the Ames Center as we get ready for an evening with Michelle Malkin. We'll be doing the uh, pre-show, uh, pre-event pep rally, if you will, in the lobby of the Ames Center. And we'd like to have you there joining us, maybe joining us in on the program. Uh, tickets are still available. Not a lot of them, but enough of them. So get there. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, sign up. The event is sponsored by Serenity Home Interiors, the on-scene, on-location pre-show broadcast supported by Lucky's Stations, the place I buy my gas and snacks and other road goodies anytime I'm near a Lucky's station. Google them. Find them. That's the place you should be going. They're supporting the AM1280 mission. I would love it if you supported them. That would be absolutely fantastic. Anyway, uh, so be there, get your tickets, show up. Also, uh, make sure you get your nominations in for Culture Warrior of the Year at am128thepatriot.com. I, Brad and I, neither of us are eligible because we're station employees. It's a signal of a service as we provide and have provided for almost 16 years here on the air. Uh, we work for the station, so we're not eligible. Uh, There's plenty of other great choices uh, in that field around the Twin Cities, so make sure you get on that here. Now, one of the most evergreen and yet threadbare topics in conservative talk radio is the notion that the media is strongly biased to the left, and it's gotten worse over the last uh, almost three years now. I mean, I've, I've pointed out the fact that uh, the month of the 2016 election on the uh, National Public Radio program on the media, which basically is a endless uh, smooch fest for the progressive establishment in media, they had uh, a, a couple of people on, representatives from the New York Times and Washington Post newsrooms, who spoke with the sort of candor that they can expect uh, to that you can get from people on the hard left in uh, f- fact from big left when they think they 're talking to and in front of a thoroughly friendly audience and on national public radio, they certainly are i mean national public radio is 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 to the left what conservative talk radio is to all of us, friendly territory. A safe space. And they basically said these representatives from our two, quote, most elite, end quote, newspapers said that their mission was to turn from uh, to, to, to turn from just passing on the facts of the news, especially political news, to denormalizing Donald Trump, that, that Donald Trump to them, the, the, the victor of a democratic election in this country was worth sabotaging the, the whatever integrity the me, major elite media had left to take out Donald Trump. Which, let's call it for what it is, completely illegitimates any claim big media has, our elite media has, to, quote, objectivity, end quote. They've gone full-blown advocate. They are, a, in fact, a PR term for the opposition. No, I'm never going to call them the resistance. I mock and taunt people who do. But for the opposition, for people who think sabotaging American democracy and gut-shooting the legitimacy of one of the institutions that democracy, that self-government actually does depend on to sustain itself, is worth it to... Because Orange Man, bad. So we've talked about that. We will no doubt talk about it much more in the next year and two months. But this use of the mainstream media in the service of progressivism is even more suffocating here in the Twin Cities than it is nationwide. The use of the mainstream major, quote, elite, end quote, media to service the needs of of big left at the expense of passing on facts that are of interest in assessing the dominant political class in this state can't be hidden. I I, I chalk it up as a part of what I call urban progressive privilege, the 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 variant of of, of quote white privilege from which progressives in the Twin Cities benefit. I posted a uh, article on this a couple of years ago at ShotInTheDark.info. Uh, basically spelling out the symptoms of urban progressive privilege. I I submit for your approval, Exhibit 25. Urban progressive privilege means that one can exhibit ghastly contradictions in their worldview and be reasonably sure that nobody in their regular social circle is going to say or do anything about it. If they call someone they disagree with a racist or a patriarch or a one-percenter while displaying Che Guevara memorabilia or studiously intoning Approval for Chavezism in Venezuela. Nobody in your social circle or professional life is going to castigate you for it. We saw a classic example of this this past week. Uh, Gwen Waltz, the first lady of Minnesota, apparently had a very bad evening at a recording of uh, of an almanac program. uh, Not an almanac program, another program at uh, Channel 2, Twin Cities Public Television in the Twin Cities here. He, she was being questioned about uh, racism in incarceration in Minnesota. By the way, uh, Gwen Waltz has made prison reform. And sentencing reform, a key part of her role as a first lady, which is something you look at first ladies for, right? Or first husbands, for that matter, if we ever have one. Uh, the moderator of the discussion was a fellow named Toussaint Morrison, a, a black fellow. Uh, by the way, who had been provided a uh, number of softball questions uh, that, that Morrison was supposed to ask, uh, which were circulated ahead of time uh, from the Department of Corrections to Channel 2. But the audience noticed that most of the men behind bars in the documentary that was shown were not white. And the issue of race came up because somehow they weren't able to control the softball questions. And Gwen Waltz froze up, as in didn't answer the questions, as in sat there looking like a deer in the headlights, almost literally. And Channel 2 erased all the tapes. And made sure that the Waltz regime was made aware that, not to worry, Channel 2's got your back. Think this would have happened with Mary Pawlenty? You think this would happen with any Republican's children? Ask Morgan Grams. Anybody who tells me that the media is not not just biased, but working actively as PR agents for the DFL... Is in for a singeing. Thanks a lot. See you Tuesday at the Ames Center, Northern Alliance. AM twelve a. The Patriot. God bless y'all. God bless America. If you
9: have cracked teeth, missing teeth, or old, wobbly dentures, you've probably thought about getting dental implants, but when you checked around, you discovered that many places charge a lot of money, $4,000, $5,000, $6,000 a tooth. Well, it's time for you to check out ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where top-quality, long-lasting dental implants cost as low as $2,499 a tooth, including the implant abutment and crown, plus your consultation with the dental is free, standard x-rays are free, and we offer very convenient financing. Why do we call it Implant Miracle? Because with implants as low as twenty four ninety nine, and other places charging so much more, some people say that being able to get affordable dental implants is a miracle. For more information on how you can save money on dental implants and get a beautiful new smile that you can actually afford, see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com.
7: Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains Legendary service, install and repair We'll fix anything with legendary care
3: New name, same legendary service At Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains There's no plumbing, drain, or sewer problem Too big or too small We do it all To show thanks, we're offering $100 off any plumbing repair We'll serve you the way you want to be served And you can trust that we'll be on time every time We stand by our work and our people Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains New name, same legendary service
8: This is what matters. This is beyond X's and O's. This is the difference mutual respect makes. This is what character looks like. This is what defines us in Minnesota. This is sportsmanship. School sports. It's not the outcome that matters most, but the way the games are played. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
7: Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro Life Across America is non-political and totally educational.
2: A baby's heart is beating
6: 18 days from conception.